0: Welcome to the snooze button. Hey, I'm Brittany of Brittany and Sleep. I've got 99 problems, but my kids sleeping isn't one. Hi, everybody. Hope you all had a wonderful 4th of July weekend. I guess it's still kind of, we're all still sort of in vacation mode, aren't we? I will say that my family first starts, we're in the last week of an almost month long trip here on the East Coast visiting family. So I'm not with my usual setup here. And it's probably gonna sound kind of weird and echoey and strange. And you know what? It is what it is. I think it's gonna be a great episode though. So I hope you all stayed safe, happy, and healthy. So I'm going to say something very bold. I can say with relatively strong confidence that the answer you have to one single question tells me whether or not you're a good parent. Now, think about how many of us. All the time are questioning our parenting abilities it doesn't matter if you're someone like me who works in the sleep space it doesn't matter if you're a psychologist if you are a speech therapist whoever you are or you're just a parent who (laughs) who's not one of those things we all wonder if we're doing the right thing we all want to do right by our kids and we all wonder if we're somehow messing them up right that just comes with the territory but i can tell you again by answering one question whether or not you're a good parent now I will say before I get into what that thing is, a lot of this discussion is coming both from what I've learned in the past, through my training, working with lots of families, and new training I have done. I've just completed some postgraduate coursework through Stanford's School of Education, or School of Health, I can't even remember, that's super professional of me, on child development, behavior, and mental health. And it was great, and I really wanted to take the time to work through that material and that coursework so I could better support my families as I'm helping them with sleep, potty training, and eventually more parenting stuff when I figure out that program. So the other caveat I will say, as you're listening to what I'm about to explain to you, this is not indicative of stranger danger, separation anxiety, which is a completely normal phase that most children go through. Um, sometimes it's as early as about 8 months, sometimes it's as late as about 16 months where you had a kid who was fine if you handed them to a babysitter or to grandma and then they're suddenly panicking when you're not there. So I'm not talking about stranger danger, I'm not talking about separation anxiety, nor am I talking about normal levels of stress in a new and unfamiliar environment, such as you know you go to someone's house that your family's never been to and your kids are like a little more shy or more clingy, right? nor am I talking about some specific personality and temperament traits, for example my oldest of my three children, my oldest son, when he was between one and three years old, I would say, he was really shy. And even in a home of someone that he was familiar with, he would often prefer to hang out with me than to go explore and be with other kids. It was very much a temperament and personality thing. He has grown out of it, but it's who he is. So I want you to think about it. And that's really just a a function of development, right? So as you're listening to this, know that I'm not speaking to these kind of like normal developmental things that many kids go through. So this one thing that tells me whether or not you're a good parent, it has nothing to do with what you feed your kids. If they go to an academic preschool or a play-based preschool or a Montessori preschool, it doesn't matter if you have a nanny. If they go to daycare, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're a single parent, if you have two parents and three live-in grandparents who are doting on them all the time. It doesn't matter if you prefer to play with your kids and get on the floor and do make-believe or if you're the type who, when you're having that one-on-one interaction, prefer to maybe read them a book or take them along for an adult activity like, let's go to the grocery store and you can hang out with me. It's none of those things. And of course, it has nothing to do with whether or not you sleep train or use timeout or anything like that. What matters is, can you say to me that for your child, you are a safe base? That's it. So what does a safe base mean? So a safe base really came out of part of this like initial attachment theory, right? That Ainsworth did many years ago. If you did my sip and sleep, which is available to purchase, I'll actually link it in the bio here. If you want to learn more about this and, and what um, attachment really means, attachment styles, all of that good stuff. It came from that philo- you know, philosophical theory, the attachment theory. And no, it has nothing to do with sleep and it was called the strange situation procedure. So basically what the scientists were trying to determine is how can we tell if a child has a, ser- a secure attachment even in the baby stage. So in babies and toddlers with an insecure attachment, so either anxious or avoidant attachments, the anxious children who did not have a secure base, they were extremely clingy to their mom, would not explore, not interested in anything else other than basically being attached to the mom twenty four seven, right? Extremely distressed if they were left alone, and terrified of other people. It, the other thing about it is the mom struggles to even comfort them, right? Their baby has no self regulation skills; they they have no coping mechanisms. They're super clingy to the mom, but it's not even like the mom can really calm them down that much. That is an anxious attachment, right? That is not a safe base. An avoidant attached baby or toddler. Now, this is a kid who, I hate to say it, if, if the first one is like, this is a mom who's kind of smothering them, like they've never had any independence or any ability to self-soothe or do anything, then the avoidant attachment kids, it's the opposite, right? They're effect, you know effectively being neglected. So these babies or toddlers don't care if their parents leave and have no motivation to connect with the parents or to a stranger either. They don't seep- seek comfort from the parent, even when they're distressed, and their needs are just either not being met consistently or at all. So they really don't see their caregiver as someone who helps them and is like a safe place for them. Now, what is a securely attached baby? That's a baby or a toddler with a safe base. So a safe base means they're they're moderately distressed when the parent leaves, right? They would rather be with mom and dad potentially, but they do warm up eventually to a stranger and they want to engage. They're trying to figure out the situation. They are comforted and happy when the mom returns. And they're able to roam and explore. They're happy to kind of step away and go look at a toy, do something like that. But then they orient back to the mom as the safe base. So what does that look like for you as a parent you're thinking about? Well, first of all, I want you to know the vast majority of babies have a secure attachment. And I think for most they have that parent as a safe base. So what would that look like for you potentially? Your six-month-old is, you know, in their Bjorn bouncer hanging out. Maybe this is a time of day where they're typically not too fussy, right? Because I want to be really careful as I'm explaining this stuff. Of course, babies are fussy. Babies can be clingy. There are times when they don't want to be put down. There are times when toddlers, you know, only prefer dad over mom or, or vice versa, whatever. I'm not talking about that stuff. Let's talk about a good, happy, normal day at a time of day where this baby is typically hunky-dory, right? Maybe they just were fed, they woke up from a nap. Your six-month-old is happily playing their little bouncer, bopping along. You're maybe in the next room chatting on the phone and you pass through the room or you walk into the room and their little face lights up. That's mama, that's dada, that's papa, that's whoever. And And they see that you're there. You're a safe base. Okay, now let's think a little older. It's an 18-month-old. They toddle over at the park or take them to the park, and they know that you're there, but they toddle over to another little kid and try to grab a toy. They play for a couple of minutes, and then maybe the, the kid they're playing with kind of snatches the toy back from them, right, and they're a little bit distressed. Or maybe it's just been a couple of minutes that they've been facing away from you playing with this kid, and they glance back to see that you're still there and give you a big smile, or they toddle over and give you a little hug or want to climb into your lap. You're a safe base, right? Okay, let's think about an even older kid, like a three-year-old. You, your three-year-old has like a best friend at preschool. You know, every, t- every day they go, this is halfway through the year, right? We, we're no longer like afraid of maybe starting school or with the teachers, whatever. So they run up to their best friend at school drop-off, um, but then look back at you and wave goodbye. Or maybe they come give you one last hug or, or let you kiss them on the cheek. You're a safe base, right? That's all it is, is that you have set up a life for your child where they are comfortable stepping away from you and exploring, but you are the one that they come back to for support. You have shown them not that you are there constantly. This is the really important piece. Our kids don't need us constantly. They don't, they don't need us to be on top of them 24 hours a day. What they do need is consistency. They need to know that you are consistently going to show up for me day after day, week after week, and I know that you're a safe base for me. So think about it. Who does your child run to when they skin their knee? Who do they go to when they need their water bottle filled up? Who do they show proudly when they made something cool at school or are yelling, mom, 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 look, 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 when they learned a new trick underwater at the pool, right, in the summer? If any of those things resonate with you, then you're a secure base, you're a safe base for your child. You're the one that they know, again, doesn't mean you're with them 24 hours a day, doesn't mean they have to sleep in your bed and you have to sit inside the kindergarten room and watch them all day, that's not what I'm saying. But you are there consistently for them. They know at the end of the day, you are the one that they should call, right? And if you even think about this as our kids get older, you know, one thing my parents, told me and I took them up on it once was if you are ever in a weird situation I don't care if you lied and you went to someone's house you weren't supposed to I don't care if you got in a car with someone you weren't supposed to if you don't feel safe and you need to get the hell out of dodge you can call us anytime that is a safe base and like I said I did that once I was in high school I went to a party I did not tell I don't think I like lied I just didn't tell them I was going But I started getting uncomfortable. A bunch of like older college kids came and it was getting kind of weird. It was getting super late. And I called my parents at 3 a.m. They came and picked me up. I went to bed. I woke up in the morning. There was no punishment. No one ever said anything about it. I knew that they were a safe base, right? And that's what I bet if you were listening to this. You are a safe base for your kids. All right. With that said, I'm off to enjoy the last few days of my trip. I will see you guys next week. And until then, sweet dreams. Loving the snooze button? Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a review. I will read it and internalize it, so make sure it's very glowing. If you're interested in working with me or learning more about my courses, head to com or follow me on Instagram at britneyshehan sleep.